Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Marriott Travelers Behind the Design. Well, thank you for taking the time to chat with us for a little bit. Yes. So my name is Rana Graf and my company is Grace Blue Design. And um, we were part of the Lido house and we designed cottage number one, which is the Balboa cottage. Can you tell us where the name Grace Blue comes from? (laughs) Yes. I actually started my company when I was pregnant with my son 11 years ago. And I've always loved the name Grace. And if I were going to have a girl, he would have been named Grace. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, I've always loved the name Grace. And I I don't know, I just didn't want to name the company after myself. I I wanted it to be more of a brand name. And the word Grace means so much and such a beautiful traditional name. And my favorite color is blue. And I decided to drop the E on the end of blue to make it a little bit more contemporary. And I thought the word grace blue sounded really kind of catchy and it was kind of a blend between modern and traditional. I love that. Blue is my favorite too. So good choice. (laughs) I'm biased, but me too. (laughs) Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your design of the cottage for those of us who, since our listeners won't be able to see it, can you tell us just a little bit of what it feels like and looks like and kind of where you're coming from on the aesthetic side of it? Yes. So my inspiration, I drew it from, I thought about what it was like to grow up in Newport in the 50s or the 60s, kind of when life was a little bit more playful and innocent. And also when Newport became popular and a popular destination for people to get away from real life. So I wanted it to kind of be playful and fun and a place where families could enjoy. And so I went back to the fun zone. So part of the cottage inspiration really came from this idea of in Newport, there's a fun zone and there's a Ferris wheel and there's an arcade and there's the ferry. And that's kind of what life used to be like when it was more innocent and playful. So part of the mural or part of the cottage, we actually have a mural going up to the second floor of the Balboa fun zone with the, with the Ferris wheel on the wall. And, So that's kind of what started the whole inspiration for the project. And then I wanted it to be kind of a modern take on a retro um, version of Newport. So it's very colorful. It's very playful. There's a lot of, you know, just little secret treasures everywhere you look. So when you're going up the stairs, not only do we have a mural that kind of gives you the feel of Balboa, but we also did a neon sign outlining the Ferris wheel. Oh, how cool. That's yeah. fun. I like that a lot. Can you tell me what your favorite piece, either your favorite piece of furniture in the cottage or just your favorite piece in general, whether it's styling or trinkets or anything like that? Um, I think my favorite is, do you want to know my favorite pieces? Or I think part of the whole inspiration was like drawing back to creating a place where people would spend time together and and enjoy memories. So I I feel like the Balboa cottage is all about making memories, whether it's taking photos in different spots of the cottage. There's a lot of cool little nooks and crannies that have different unique applications of tile or color or wallpaper. Everywhere you look, there's kind of a secret little or adventure, I guess. Um, But my favorite spot probably in the cottage is the nook 
which is this round banquet seating area with a ton of pillows and a ton of playful, you know, colors and things like that. But I really wanted that kind of to be the heart of the whole cottage. So it kind of forced people to just sit around, play board games, talk, have dinner together. And it's just kind of enveloping you in the whole space. So cool. I love that. I love that as a designer, you get to create memories, like a place for people to create memories. It's really cool. Exactly. Can you tell us how, how do you select pillows when you have that many pillows in one space? What's the secret? <laughs> That's kind of the icing on the cake for us. I think it's so funny because designers kind of get this rep. It was like, oh, you, you know, you fluff pillows and it's like, yeah, right. That's like the last part of the job. And it's, <laughs> right, it's right. like, that's the icing on the cake. That's like, oh, I can breathe now. But there's a lot of planning, even with the pillows in, in the space. I mean, just you meet, you meet with reps over the year and you get new fabrics and then you try to keep in mind what looks good. And then you have to coordinate the whole thing together. So there's a ton of coordination that goes with it. I mean, there's probably... 20 different fabric vendors at least in that house um, in the cottage and then just pulling all the pillows and then making it coordinate because not only does it have to coordinate in the nook, it has to coordinate with the living room right next to the dining banquet. And then it still has to look good with everything in the whole house. So it has to have the same feel, even though they're totally different pillows and totally different fabrics, they all kind of have to have that same feel and different levels of sophistication, but also playfulness. Right. That's so fun. And pillows are such a fun design element. I'm sure that's a great relief at the end to be able to finish things off with some pillows. That's great. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about your experience working with the other designers who did the other cottages? Did you get to collaborate on anything? Uh, What was that like? You know, not really. It was kind of, um, it was fun. And all along the way, we kind of kept wondering, hey, are we going to get to meet and see everybody else's presentation to see if we're kind of on track or if we're all kind of, you know, going in a similar direction? And we really didn't. We were together a lot in the beginning, in the very beginning with the architectural phase. Um, planning and talking about lighting layouts and what materials for the whole cottage, you know, similar door styles, similar staircases and similar architectural features and the layouts. But after that, we never got back together. Once we were past the architectural phase and the permit phase, we were kind of let to go on our own and present to Bob Olson at Artie Olson and just present our own design and none of us collaborated. None of us saw what each other were doing. It was super fun to actually see it kind of progress and unveil and see kind of little snippets of what people were doing. And then obviously finally to get to walk through, it's like, wow, how did five of us come up with such cool, unique, different things, but they all still flow together. And it creates such a cool destination for people to choose what their personality is, what their mood is, what they want to use the cottages or space for. And I think there's something for everything, everyone, because of that. And it's a great way to to showcase all of our different aesthetics. Yeah, I actually kind of like that you all were separate during your design. So you could really focus on what you really enjoy and have it speak, be true to you. That's really cool. And it was all of our our take on on what we thought Newport or the Lido House should be. So it's kind of cool. Right, right. 
Can you tell us a little bit about how you select materials for a house, particularly one that's by the beach? Because I'm sure there are things you need to consider as far as weather and sand and things like that. Can you just speak to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, one, you want to think about the durability and the traffic and the wear and tear that it's going to get. And that's something we consider in just a normal home and who's using it, whether they're a family, whether they're rough, whether they have pets. So it's an added element when you're doing a commercial space, because then you also have to factor in, it has to be durable enough to withstand the test of time. And, you know, people coming in and out of this, you know, cottage or space and using it and so that is something that we took into consideration, even for the sofa. I mean, we used a really great durable um, like faux leather that had a really high rub count so that we thought, hey, if there's people coming in from the pool and the kids are just lounging, it's something that we want to look nice after years and just be able to wipe off and not get soaking wet. Um so even with the hardwood flooring, we wanted to choose something that was a matte finish versus a shiny finish that didn't show every single speck of sand or dirt or hair, or, you know, just so you want to use more materials that kind of hide those elements. Um, anything that you're thinking of from durability factor you want to consider. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I don't know how many people really think about how much wear and tear things like that will get, especially in a hotel when you have so many different people using this space um, on a yearly basis. So that's really interesting to hear some of the things that you selected. So I want to talk a little bit about just your thoughts on design overall. Mm -hmm. Is there a current design trend that you're really loving right now? Um, For me personally, I tend to, you know, people love color. I think they're afraid of it. Um, but I've yet to see one person say, oh, that's just, that's just, that's too much. You know, I think people, right. once they see it done and done right, it, and you spread it out and, you know, even I was kind of like, am I doing too much? And like, no, and it all works together. But I think what what's happening right now is there's a really good blend of, modern um, and kind of edgy artistic expression happening in people's homes. You're even seeing a lot of artists collaborate. I'm seeing, and this is something I've always liked to do is add, you know, art murals in the, in the house. I mean, wallpaper, wallpaper, wallpaper. There's so many cool wallpapers now, whether it's coming in the form of a mural or an artist that's creating art on a mural. So I think even traditional homes that people were afraid to do these little bit edgy artistic expressions in their home. I think people now are making it more personalized and expressing their personalities in their home. And I think we're seeing that more so in a lot of things. It's just, people's personalities are being reflected, whether it's in their fashion or whether it's in their home. Yeah, that's really cool. Do you have a project that you've worked on recently that's a good example of the art that you're kind of speaking to? Like any, I know you talked about the Ferris wheel mural, which sounds awesome. But there are, are there other things like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I love wallpaper. I love texture and I love color. Um, and I love collaborating with artists and just, and nobody realizes how challenging and and how much coordination it took to get that mural and the neon sign on that wall it wasn't just like oh we're gonna order this wallpaper and and then put a neon sign on it it literally right. took five different trades um to get it I had to find an artist that 
took the photo of the Balboa fun zone. So his art is his photography is showcased on the wall. Then I had to find a company that actually specializes in taking photographs and worked with me to come up with the dimensions of that wall and print it on whatever type of canvas paper that I wanted to put on the wall. And then I had to coordinate with a neon company to make sure that the neon light matched up exactly to the dimensions of the Ferris wall on the wall. And then we had to work with the electrician to like perfectly line it up so that the electrical output on that wall. So I love working with artists um, that can see the big picture because even when you're working with just any artist, I mean, they can do so much and I tend to think of myself as an artist and just my palette is a home or a space. And it's, it's cool and it's awesome because my media is every single different artist that collaborates to create the whole space. I mean, just in my cottage alone, I have my photographer's art on the wall. I have um, a, a local artist, surf artist that has his influence in his art on the walls and just all the the fabric vendors the wallpaper vendors a lot of them are artists um in the nook i use this really cool grass cloth that's super fun colorful and it's she's an artist that got into painting wallpapers and and her her paintings she put them on wallpapers and fabrics another gal for the bedroom up in the guest bedroom the whole tone of that room is set by the fabric that I use for the headboards. She's an artist. She's a painter. She's a watercolor painter. And she decided to put her art on fabrics and wallpapers. So we use that as the beds, the furniture. So pieces of furniture now become art, which are now living translations of people's minds and their creations, which is what I think is so cool. Yeah, I think that's amazing to be able to walk into a space. And I don't know if people even know, but to think about how many people have been involved in really creating art out of a house. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. So we talked about kind of some of your favorite trends with art. What are some trends that are not your favorite that you're not as big of a fan of? Um, Trends that I'm not a big of a fan. I mean, I'm I like to design timelessly. Um, I like to use things that if you know, they've been around a hundred years ago, they're probably going to still be popular a hundred years from now in some variation. So that's why I kind of take things that are very traditional and put a modern spin on it. So do we have subway tile in our kitchen? Absolutely. Is it plain white subway tile? No, it's a hand painted, cool artistic take on a subway tile. So it's subway tile, but it's done in a modern way. Um, I think white cabinets are kind of a trend right now that Definitely. you're going to see kind of going out, you know, color. People are painting their cabinets different colors, um, things like that. I think that's where, and hardware, I mean, I think that's another area that people are just overseeing the same use of hardware. And it's like now there's so many cool companies, even like Anthropology, which is mainstream. They're doing some of the most amazing, natural, organic-looking hardware, and people are using them for their everyday cabinetry hardware. Yes, I'm a big anthropology hardware fan. <laughs> they're, they're great. <laughs> they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what tips do you have for people who want their home to look more designed, but maybe for whatever reason can't necessarily work with a designer? Are there any things that 
like any layman could do to kind of make their space feel a little more designed? Um, I think you can do a lot by one, getting inspiration from, from images, from designers and things like that. But I think there's a lot to be said by mixing and high and low elements. Um, even when we design, we do not do everything super, super high end. I think it looks stale sometimes. I think it's really fun to add some lower end retail, you know, pieces into the mix. And then one of the things that people love about my cottage, and it was a last minute change. I ordered the chandelier for the nook area. And when I got it up in the space, it did nothing for the space. And it was pretty pricey. Uh, I took it down and like, I need something that's light and airy and you can see through it. And looked high and low and literally I found a $299 chandelier at Crate and Barrel or CB2 I'm sorry and it's awesome and I've had so many people compliment it already and like that chandelier is awesome I'm like, yeah that's a CB2 <laughs> chandelier so I think just learning kind of the balance of mixing some high-end pieces with low-end pieces and then you don't even have to spend a fortune on a high-end piece you can do elements like I, I tell people that all the time even like when you're doing tile it doesn't have to be the whole wall in a super expensive tile you can do you know a really cool little feature of it and just adds a lot to a space that's a great tip and one that I think a lot of people could easily put in their house that's awesome um do you have any other things that we didn't talk about in the cottage that you want to speak to or anything about design that you would want people to know about you um yeah, I mean, I think when you're also designing, something that I like to do is I look at the fifth wall. Um, people have made comments about how, oh, my gosh, I never thought to wallpaper the ceiling that much. And I wallpapered the ceiling in three areas in the cottage, the nook, the master bedroom, and the guest bedroom. Um, so wallpaper, texture, even color on the ceiling. Just don't forget about your ceiling. It, it's your lid of your project. It makes such an impact statement, even if you paint the ceiling. I mean, we did wallpaper in the powder bath, black and white, and we painted the ceiling black. Um, just think about how the space is going to be used and design around it, design accordingly, and, and think of the form and the function rule. Like, it's yes, it has to look great. The form has to be beautiful, but it also has a function. So for this space, I figured people are going to rent this space um, – and they want to stay there. So you're probably going to have groups of people or you're probably going to have, um, you're probably going to have, sorry about that, families that stay there. So I designed the guest room to have two queen beds in it. So you can maximize the amount of sleeping and kids can stay in there or two guests can stay in there. And then downstairs we have a sleeping sofa. So you can fit a lot of people into our cottage. That's really cool. I can't wait to go and see them. <laughs> Such a cool, sounds like a cool space. Uh, can you tell us if there are any places that you've traveled to that have inspired some of your design ideas? Yes, I love traveling. It's it's probably one of my favorite hobbies. Um, and You're I, talking to the right people then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, for me, I get inspired by traveling. I get inspired by nature. Um, so I always try to add nature into into any project that I do because people feel comfortable in nature. You don't have to be a tree hugger person to feel good in nature. I mean, there's a lot of psychology behind nature. So for me, um, I enjoy 
the ocean. I love water, water, water. Um, so it's, maybe that's why I love the color blue so much. And I put it in a lot of our projects. People feel calm and restful around blue. And I feel like when you're on vacation, especially, there's always blue. Whether it's a pool, whether it's the ocean, people love ocean views. People love trees. People love to feel organic. Um, so I travel... And I get inspiration pretty much from every hotel I go to. I'm always taking pictures of the rooms and the spas and what is it, the experience. So even when I'm designing someone's home and especially this hotel, what is the experience that I want people to walk away from and feel? I want them to have for this particular project, I wanted them to have the experience of, oh my gosh, this is so fun. This is so playful. This is where we can build memories. And I wanted it to be a place where families would say, oh, remember when we went to the Lido house and we stayed in the Balboa cottage and we got to like have a pillow fight on the beds and we got to play board games at the round table <laughs> and all these little playful elements. I mean, in the master bath, in the toilet, on the floor, in hex tile, I wrote the word ahoy. So it's kind of like Cute. a playful take on, you know, and everybody loves little selfies and with their feet down and like, oh, ahoy. Of course, you're going to say ahoy and, you know, instead of hello or hi. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love that little cheeky ad. That's yeah, really cute. Yeah. So I uh, just wanted to thank you, Rana, for chatting with us. It's been great to hear about your experience. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. If people wanted to learn more about your designs, where could they find you? Well, you can find us most currently and kind of day-to-day -day what we're doing and most updated on Instagram. And that's just at Grace Blue. Again, it's no E at the end of blue. It's G-R-A-C-E-B-L-U. So that's where we have most of our current workings and up-to-date what we're doing. Um, our website is also www.graceblue.com. Um, so anything, pretty much that's where you can find the majority of everything that we're doing. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. We'll talk okay. to you soon. You have too. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Behind the Design. To check out more travel tips, go to traveler.marriott.com and follow us on social media because that'd be the right thing to do. Marriott Traveler.